Welcome to Wench Talk. Um, this is Sarah. I'm Lauren. And welcome to our show, period. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, um, Wendy Williams got out of the mental hospital, it appears. Or yeah. she's like set to be released. By honestly, her. they're preying on her release. I'm preying on her release. Um, <laughs> Let her out. Has- Let her out. <laughs> she has tickets available for when we're going to be in New York. So I'm making Sarah. So God put her in that mental hospital so that we would be able to go see a taping. No, literally. It was all God's plan. Literally. Everything is for me. Literally. This is my world and everyone's just living in it. Wendy's just like being a warrior for you to have the best birthday ever. Exactly. Like when they get my application, they were like, oh my God, this is what we've been waiting for. Exactly. A super fan. Finally. No, literally. The prophecy. Which, okay, I know I said they had a dress code. It's not scary. It's literally just, it's just like... bright colors. That's it. Can I just wear that fucking thing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they'll like... They're going to vibe check us at the door though. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to give us a hard time. Yeah. Um... I'm so excited. I'm so fucking excited. It's at 10 a.m., which is, like, early. Uh-huh. But I feel like that's, like, what an insane way to start your day. No. <laughs> what do you do at the end of that day? I know. Like, how do you recover from that? Because I'm sure you're gonna we're going to be, like, dazed once yeah. we get out. Yeah, because um, last time I met a hero when I saw One Direction, I felt high for the whole day. So how is it going to be when we see Wendy? Could you imagine if she farts? No, could you imagine if she interviews one of us? Or if, like, she's, like, you in the audience here. <laughs> Uh oh, you bully me. <laughs> Sarah's just like, <laughs> yeah, not anymore. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, I'm fucking thrilled. I can't wait. I'm so I can't wait to see her cankles in person. I know. I wonder how tall she is. Because to me, I imagine her to be like five nine. I imagine her to be like seven feet tall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like pretty big. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> and it's like two days. The tickets that we're trying to get are like either two days before my birthday or the day after my birthday, which ideally I don't want the day after my birthday because we might be hungover. Uh-huh. But we're going to power through everything. Yeah. We're going to – I, you know what? I rebuke being hungover. Honestly, we'll have, if you just like tell yourself you're not hungover, you won't be hungover. Exactly. And I've only been hungover like twice in my life despite blacking mm-hmm. out more than that. I – get hungover pretty fucking easily but but if you like i like say the night say the night you're drinking you have like a pedialyte or like a yeah a a liquid iv are you fine the next day like Um, can you be fine i've never tried that but i've been on a a 12-hour flight hungover that 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 was at like 7 a.m and i was fine and the next day i came home and i just like ate steak at 2 a.m i think that's okay that's we should have a game plan because we're going to get fucked up. You have to get fucked up. It's my I birthday. Will. I will. Um, oh, we got this, like, thing where you just pay, like, 30 bucks for an hour, and then you get as many drinks as you want. Oh, my God. I'm I so got f- the premium one, by the way, so we get their fancy cocktails. Oh, cool. It's 35. Do we prepay, or is it it's going to be a part of our tab? It's just a part of our tab. Oh, my God. I'm so you just have to let them queens. know in advance. Queen. I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. So, no, wait, you told them. You are like, we want to do that, and they were like, cool. Yeah, and we don't have to do the birthday prefix oh, menu, yeah. so we can just, like, order whatever we want. We just get the drinks. That's fine. And then this other place, Entrecote, which is the and best place ever. And it's for two hours, right? So yes. we can get absolutely trashed for two hours, yes. like unlimited for $35. That's fucking... Oh, oh second wait. hour is $25. Oh, that's fine. But still so 50 bucks for as many drinks as you can slam. In an hour? Exactly. And I checked... Okay, so we have to shot... We'll pay for it. No, we won't pay for a shot. We'll pregame. No, we'll not. No, no, no. We we'll just there. chug every single drink we get. Exactly. We'll just slam them down and say, one more, please. Exactly. Oh, my they, God. They do reserve the right to cut us off. That's fine. We just have to act not trashy. Exactly. As long as we don't 
be yeah. trashy. Yeah. Do they have a dress code? No, it's um, it's like one of those places where it's like fancy, but it's not like um, insane. They would say if they had a dress code on yeah. the website. I bet if we showed up looking like shit, they'd be like, "Well, yeah, well, no, because the dress I got, I'm like, are they gonna kick me out for being oh, too skanky? No, they won't. They won't. <laughs> they would not. So I got a Kim Shuey, and I, of course, I have to say the brand. Even it's so funny. I I was one of those girls, and I still, I still said this is actually new, but I think like girls who normally buy like Kim Shuey. Um, Vivian Westwood like it girl brands have no swag and I personally don't have swag and I could admit that and lately I've been getting really into that so I feel like I'm become like I can feel myself being sucked into that lifestyle Lauren you definitely do have swag you just um just don't dress up as often like when you like that latex outfit like that is the definition of swag. But I haven't done that in so long. That I was 2019. Same. Yeah, but like, I mean, there was a pandemic for a year. No, that's so you just true. like didn't leave the house. So like, don't think that pandemic you is like you, you, because it's not. That is, thank you for that. That's like, that's like the dark place and you just like, yeah. I mean, you're also turning 23 again, so. No, literally, it didn't literally. Happen. It's not you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Scratch what I just said. I'm going to have them write 23 on the cake. <laughs> you should. Um, so, okay, so I have this, like, super skanky um, Kim Shui dress that I thrifted. Um, it's actually pretty new. It didn't come out that long ago, but I nice. guess. Where'd you get it? Fleeceland. Oh, nice. The Studio City one? No, I actually got it at this one because they're the one I'm always – only because I was looking for shoes. Like, I uh-huh. wasn't even going to go, like, clothes shopping, mm-hmm. but that's when – was texting me so I was like I have time to kill like the shoes weren't that good so let me just go through the clothes also Uh and I was like having shit luck obviously they had some pretty cool stuff but none of it was in my size and then I saw that dress and I was like oh my god I love it it was so it was like so cute I was like I was like I just bought Vivian like I just bought like kind of pricey clothes like I don't know if I can buy another one um but so I like looked at it and I was like, oh, that's so cute. And I put it back on the rack and then I looked around and like I couldn't find anything. And I was like, OK, I'll just try it on. Yeah. But it was a me- it's a medium. Mm-hmm. So that's why like, OK, so the way the dress is, it's sheer bright yellow with like purple on it and it has like rhinestones. And the front, the whole like torso part is cut out with like ties. And <laughs> when I tried it on, I was like, I don't know how the fuck I'm supposed to wear this, but I love <laughs> it. Um, it's supposed the like tie stops at it's supposed to stop right at your belly button or under your belly button and Mm -hmm. then there's like you know space and then another piece of fabric that's supposed to like go above your crotch but Mm -hmm. because it's a medium it like totally exposed my panties Mm -hmm. and I was like this is kind of cunt no it literally is and I love that you're setting the vibe as funky yeah because like yeah no yeah because I didn't know the vibe like my vibe originally I was not vibing it was like 60s skank yeah and like you know witchy skank and I was like that's cool but like I've done that already like I've never done something like this before Uh uh-huh so I'm excited so the way it's supposed to fit like the the fabric is supposed to cover like my vagina Mm -hmm. so I'm I might play around with like pinning it or just let it all hang loose I'm I'm wearing underwear (laughs) hang loose and then just in case bring like a jacket I think what I'm gonna do is get nipple covers and skin colored underwear so it looks like I don't have genitals <laughs> we should go to a goth club while we're in New York dude I'm so there's one in LA down. but it's like dumb honestly the one in LA like looks like it'll either be fun or like dirty 
And, like, dirty by, like, ugly people being there. No, literally. Like, what is worse than going somewhere that you think is going to be fun? Notice everyone's old and ugly. Literally. Like, like it's not about people being old. It's about them being old and ugly or just ugly. Exactly. Like, I thought we were curating a vibe here. Exactly. No. Okay, Lauren, that is so... (laughs) That's it. It is. That's it. It's it's (laughs) you... Your existence, you and your fucking t-shirt and jeans, you fucked up my whole my whole night. Yeah, I thought goth clubs have dress codes. Yeah. Even just not even a goth club, but just like anywhere that's like a yeah. cute bar or like one of those like events. One time when I was in San Francisco, I was so excited because I got events for a Halloween thing. I think I was with either Sarah or Kaylee, I can't remember, and my ex. And I was so excited to go to this place. I didn't realize there would be so many furries because it was... In San Francisco, they're all techies. There's oh, so many furries there. Fuck. And it was just a bunch of lame 20-somethings no. who couldn't get, like, invited anywhere else. And I was, like, literally just, like, the youngest person there. Which, Horrified. when you're 18, you expect, okay, so everyone my age no, I can now be with, go like, to things. No, I want to hot older people, not, like, exactly. ugly, nerdy older people. Exactly, exactly. But it was, like, people that, like, um, I think they were in their 30s. And, like, when you're 18, 30s does feel no, very No, 30s old. is, like, ancient when you're 18. Yeah. Which is also, like, side-eye to the 30-year-olds dating 18, like, 18-year-olds. Like, they well, think because, you're ancient. No, literally. <laughs> no, they think you're ancient, but that's why they like you. Like, when yeah. I was when I was 17 <laughs> and I was talking to a guy, <laughs> I was literally just like, oh, he's a grown, grown man. And now, now if 30-something comes up to me, I'm literally just like fuck off dweeb no literally i'm literally just like where's your dad (laughs) (laughs) you just started paying for your own health insurance yeah no literally i'm like what what did you just get a six-figure salary (laughs) fuck yourself no it's it's funny um hearing that sentiment still being told like that 30 is ancient from like kids or like teenagers or like even like people in their like 20 to 18 to 20 because it's like haha yeah like you're you think like you really want to pursue these kids and like they're kids and they think you're fucking ancient yeah how does that feel yeah oh because i know it hurts i know it hurts uh side thing i can't say specifically what it was i told lauren earlier the bj novak thing he's not dating kieran and ship ship cup but ryan howard confirmed he is literally the same yeah person. a close source confirms yeah <laughs> the drama <laughs> honestly i live for this um i love being adjacent to people who will tell you no that's what i like, love about la <laughs> that's like literally like the i don't know if i don't know if it would be the same still living in orange county because it's still pretty like geographically close but like the thing i love about la is you can like any celebrity you can literally just be like i wonder what they're like in real life and within a week you'll probably find out that is because everyone knows everyone that is so true and it's just like like their name will just come up and you're like oh wait you know them and you're like i have this this and this like can you confirm or deny yeah exactly (laughs) um that's so crazy i still can't believe what we've learned about him i can no obviously i can it's just um it really makes him a real person, which no, is literally. funny. Which is funny. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it, isn't it funny to think of BJ fucking Novak as a real person? I mean, I told you, I don't. It was on the podcast because I listened to it. I listened back to it. I told you he got a collar put on him in like That's the middle true. of this girl's set. But that girl was older. She was his she, age. Yeah. She, no, she, I don't. She was still younger. She was like late twenties, mid okay. to late twenties. I I want to say. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if anyone knows about the story, no knows who this person is but i don't know if they're still like using social media or anything Uh um yeah that's true but still it was like weird 
Yeah. It when I watched it, it looked like a furry puppy play. No, literally, it's like you're a sex pervert. <laughs> no, literally, like, you're you're a nasty sex pervert, and like yeah. you're exposing that to all of us because it's not. You can't have a girl, no matter if she's like age appropriate or not, put a collar on you yeah. without it, like and in, look a, like a, in like a haha funny way. It's like yeah. you look like do you a get off on this? Bitch. Yeah. No, literally, literally, like, literally, it's embarrassing. It's, it's like it's embarrassing. I'm watching you. They try not to make your dick hard right no, now. No, literally, literally, like you're willing your dick to not hard get exactly. harder. Exactly, in front of all these people and oh, the humiliation. The humiliation. Like, no, oh. but that's the thing that I'm sure he wanted was like, oh my god, like I'm being humiliated. No, that's right the now. thing. That's what makes it more disgusting. Ew. Uh, okay, so I've gross. been thinking about what you said about how you say that you're like um very sex negative oh, and like yeah. Mormon and everything. And I was thinking about it because I was just like, well, sometimes like that type of stuff does gross me out. But I, like, growing up was always, like, guys, what does this dick look like? <laughs> like, I was just, like, very, very horny. Yeah. And ever since I went on birth control, I think either either I matured, because it did happen around 18, or it was because of the birth control that, like, my sex drive just kind of, like, went away. Interesting. Um, but watching ugly people talk about sex... Oh, yeah. It makes me want to cut off my genitals. <laughs> it makes me want to, like, cauterize Sew my up. vagina clothes. Soma, put on a, a chastity belt. We're done. I saw We're a done. video. I sent it to you. It was this girl, and she was like, someone was like, what's your what's your choker? And she's like, this isn't a choker. Oh, my collar. God. Yeah, and then this she one, They both make me, but she especially makes me, like, gross. The second person or the first person? Both of them. Yeah. Well, the first person I'm just like, okay, she wasn't necessarily ugly, so it was like fine. Oh, but the yeah, second yeah. one, oh, yeah, this like pasty true. motherfucker starts going, "Hi, fellow colored slave here." Slave. Like, they called themselves a slave. I'm like that feels so inappropriate. I know. Like <laughs> I feel like, like no, yeah. I know like we all bag on it for being corny and like whatever whatever, but I feel like this is all 50 shades of gray's fault. No, it because really is. He, I know like I never read the book, I never watched the movie, so maybe I shouldn't be talking, but I don't care. Um from what I understand, he was like very traditional like BDSM lifestyle. Like he wanted her to sign a contract. Yeah. Which I don't think she did, but still. Like, I, all I know is he, like, ignores... He, like, brought... Yeah, he, like, brought it into the mainstream that, like, in order to have, like, sex, you should, like, sign a fucking contract. And, like, that just makes me think of that one thing that happened in Europe where they tried to make, like, an app or, like, make it, like, get the government involved on consent. Mm-hmm. Like, consent can be revoked at any time. Exactly. That's so fucking no, weird. No, you know a man came up with that to protect his own ass. No, literally. That's what that gives me. Like, obviously, like, fucking slave. Like, that just tells me, like, you can't say no. Mm-hmm. 24-7, does that mean, like, you yeah. can get, like, water splashed in your face at 4 a.m. and be like, wake up, slave. No, time, literally. Time that's to what do they this do. shit. I literally, and then they, like, sleep in, like, dog crates I sometimes. swear to God, there's no way you get off on it's that. It's literally. There's a, no fucking way. No, it's, it must You have be- some sort of, like, insecurity in your life where you feel like you're not in control of like your actions so it makes you feel better uh-huh. but there's no way that like a guy like demeaning you at like random hours of the night because like, there's like there's like time there's times for that mm-hmm. i would think i don't think 24 7 is a time to be like a nasty sex pervert it's like once the bedroom <laughs> door closes like i'm a nasty sex pervert yeah. but it's like i'm grocery shopping and i'm wearing a fucking collar because i'm a slave like yeah you know you're a nasty sex like you don't you know what maybe you don't deserve rights no literally because also you're bringing other people into it that aren't consenting and i weird fucking bullshit you're doing yeah it kids like it's just like but i'll tell you what i think the psychology is based on just like anyone who has no boundaries when it comes to the way they're treated with 
like in relationships like not necessarily in the bedroom but like once it exits it like I've heard stories about like people being like oh I let my boyfriend have sex with whoever he wants as long as they're not prettier than me and I heard the same person say at another point um that she thinks she's undeserving of it of like someone's someone's so she has like a and I guess that I literally said it's because she doesn't think she's deserving on it. And then I heard her say it on a podcast. Oh, my God. And it's that type of shit but where that, it's... Because like, at first I'm like, that sounds like a cuckold fetish. But now I'm like, girl... It's because she thinks that she... Because I know she's not busting in that at the thought of, like, her boyfriend cuckolding her. Like, exactly. she's like, I know she's sad she's about She's like, it. he's going to cheat on me anyway, so I need to set some boundaries that uh, she can't be prettier than me. And you know he doesn't... I mean, like, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that, like, you're cool with your man cheating exactly. on you. That's exactly. bad. And... Um, so this person obviously feels like the only way that they can have someone give them their undivided attention is for them to be degraded the whole time. So for me to be the special number one in this man's life, he has to be degrading me. He has to be like, he will piss on me and shit on me and like his wildest desires, but I will be his number one. If I let him do all this shit to me, like I will be his everything. That's Um, what I think it is. Uh, what's that thing called? Um... What can I think of it? Battered woman syndrome. It is battered woman syndrome. It's battered woman syndrome. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't even feel bad for her anymore. Get right. therapy. I know. Because I feel like deep down you're like, I know I don't deserve, but for a man. It's like grow up. That's the thing that pissed me off about the book I'm reading so far. Um, piercing? No, no. Oh. I fucking love piercing. <laughs> no, I finished that also in a day. Um, what's it called? Fuck, I just said it to you. Oh, Dude, the my Otessa book. No, it's not Otessa. It's someone it's another it's a female author, but I can't remember. Um, A Certain Hunger. Uh-huh. Uh she like describes her mother, like the way she describes her mother and father's relationship is like, yeah, he cheats on her, but she has too much dignity to leave him. I'm like, bitch, how does that make sense? I wouldn't say it's dignity. It's probably pride. Right. Dignity would make you leave. That's dignity would the, make you leave. That's not the right word. I'll probably reread to make to double check. But the way she like talked about it was just like, yeah, girl, like it's the way that some women like the one you were just talking about romanticize fucked up relationships with men because they mentally put themselves like they're like oh i'm doing this because i'm better than him like girl no you're subjecting yourself Mm -hmm. to him Mm -hmm. like i know it hurts to hear but the best way to rid yourself of like this plague of Uh wanting to be better than a man or like female supremacy is to just get men out of the equation no literally and i feel like the reason that it's so normalized right now is because millennials did that gross thing of like female empowerment is catering to men it is yeah no exactly hookup culture exactly dressing like a skank because it all benefits men exactly like you're never gonna want up a guy yeah if you subject yourself to caring about a man's opinion which you do when you're when you're in a competition with him uh-huh you're never gonna win yeah no offense and that like idea of like all these things like um like faux sexual liberation it's accepting defeat it's saying we will never ever be able to like rid ourselves of like the shackles of the patriarchy so all we can do is find empowerment in them and like this oppression should make us happy and yeah yeah find happiness in your oppression that's literally what they're saying that's exactly it and that's what like that's kind of like the theme i'm getting of this book and hopefully i'm like totally wrong but Uh it's just like i want to read a story or i want to experience someone's feminism or someone's ideology where a man is not even in the fucking equation yeah that's what I liked about uh, my year of rest and relaxation. Yeah, exactly. Because once she cut him off, it was like, that was it. Yeah. The only other guy she had was the artist. But like, 
he's a non-factor yeah but she literally was just like this isn't working for me and then she just like whatever yeah she's like i'm done yeah man yeah that's i think i need to get stricter on like my um book recommendations to myself because at first i was like female authors and then all the books i had on my list to read were like recommended by other women but some some women just don't have taste yeah there's some dumb women out there some dumb women out there and i think even subconsciously they're they're shackled by that like faux sexual empowerment where it's like yeah she has sex with a lot of men but like it's on her terms like but why does she, you know, I'm not even going to get into that. She's just, like, not allowing herself to be, like, blatantly taken advantage of. Exactly. Yeah, like, oh, my God. I just re- I just remembered a scene that really pissed me off because this character is supposed to be, like, super stoic and super, like, like she's a self-proclaimed psychopath. Like, she's mm-hmm. the female Hannibal Lecter. She's the female Patrick Bateman, whatever. Mm-hmm. She fucking gets raped. Mm-hmm. And the way she gets raped is so annoying because she has a stalker. Mm-hmm. and She has a stalker while she's living abroad in Italy. And she has an Italian boyfriend. And she even mentions, like, point blank, like, yeah, if I told my boyfriend about my stalker, him and his friends would probably beat him up and he'd never bother me again. But I just never said anything. Psychopath, why would you, why would you not say anything? Why would you not say, wouldn't you, like, have pleasure, like, seeing a guy get his ass beat? Exactly. So she, like, describes her stalker, like, bothering her and escalating and escalating until the point where he rapes her. And, like, she's, like, completely emotionless during her rape. She's like, hmm, I'm being raped right now. I'm like, what empowerment do you find, like... I feel like this um, author should have done more research into, like, what a psychopath is. No, like. literally. It was so lame. Like, I read it, and I was like, I fucking hate she's this. Like, and I can't even, like, I can't even, like, I can't even, like, wrap my head around why I hate this because it was just so lame. Like, it was such a, like, okay, a rape scene. Great. Why? Yeah. Why? Why did you let your character get raped if she was so, supposed to be so strong and, like, powerful? That would have been a perfect opportunity for her to, like, kill him if she's a psychopath. Is she a serial killer? No, she only killed one guy lame i know i want to drop it so bad now but i'm like i'm kind of determined to finish it no it's really fucking dumb because i want her like her biggest thing was that knowledge was power so Uh she can control men not through sex but the dirt she finds on him and Mm -hmm. the sex is like a plus like Mm -hmm. the sex is like genuinely for her pleasure so if a woman who genuinely like uses sex for pleasure and not power over men why would she allow this to happen to herself? Because she did. Because she was being stalked by this man. Yes, I'm victim blaming. I'm turning yeah. into HRH collection. <laughs> I better not hear any comments about me victim blaming. Because I know I am. Um, no, because it started, like, she knew it was going to happen. She knew. It's like she invited it to happen. So why would you call it rape then? That's a good point. Why would you even call it rape? Like, girl, you anticipated this. Because the way he was stalking her was overt. Like, he was literally, like, hovering over his sho- her shoulder like whispering in her ear like asking her like the only reason it hadn't happened sooner was because she had time to slam the door in her face uh-huh. so by the like he was like slow like every time he bothered her he would get closer and closer to her house oh and to the point where like she was staying in a house with a family so like he could get into the house but he wouldn't get into her room uh-huh. where he just like shoved himself into her room it's like yeah girl what else was gonna happen he's been in your house like multiple times like you never said anything like you just let it happen you never expressed any emotion about this happening. You were just like, mm, yeah, that's my little shadow. Hee <laughs> hee. What I'm not understanding is why she wouldn't look at that as an opportunity to, like, get away with killing someone. Yeah. And why she would feel... Why would, yeah, because the way... It was like, he raped her and she never saw him again. What? No, literally. Like, it was just like... So you just added a rape scene for no reason. Yeah. Because it wasn't like the trauma made her kill men. It wasn't like the trauma, like, you know, inspired her to do anything. I think- like. 
Sometimes books are more about the author coming off as like an edgy person. No, this whole book is that like it, this whole book is a fucking uh, this author jacking off on the biggest word she knows on yeah. the most like the fanciest dishes she knows. Like she's Sometimes like, look at me. I'm a I'm I'm a New York socialite and I know like what quail eggs taste. I know that's like not fancy, but like like I know what this dish tastes like and I'm like. It's like Patrick Bateman, but it's like a woman. Like, yeah, well, Patrick Bateman didn't get raped. Is it her becoming a jaded psychopath? That's what I thought. No, that's what I was like. Okay, that would make sense. Nowhere does this rape or like any other like quote unquote trauma like make her do anything, like influence anything she does. It's annoying because I feel like writing this would be so like. No, wouldn't you be annoyed with yourself? You'd be like, why does this, why did this happen? How does this make sense? Yeah. Because she explained like in detail her relationship with her mother and like, like, it really made sense because her mother was, like, the model stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Like, she cooked everything. She never bought shit from the grocery store. Like, all of their milk they would get from a farm. All of their cream would be made with the buttercream that they would get from the farm. All of their vegetables are from the garden. Meat from whatever. Like, so it makes sense that her mother, who's such an accomplished chef, would influence her daughter to become a food critic. Mm-hmm. Great. What influences her to become a murderer She's a psychopath, and she's a psychopath because she blackmails people. This is such. This would have been such a good opportunity to write an Eileen type made serial killer, like yeah, a bitch who was not born a cold, callous murderer, but was made that because of the abuse of men. No, it's just just like chose not to do that exactly. Or it would be great to see a a book about a female serial killer who was born like who was just born. I want to read that. Yeah, I want to born a callous bitch. Like there's no reason for her to be the way she is, but she just is. Yeah, because how many times are women created like into these monster characters because they were raped? Like I don't think they have to be raped for something like that to happen. Yeah, no, this book is such a testament to. Um. Yeah, all all of the reviews are like, oh, the female Patrick Bateman, the female Patrick Bateman, are like, I would be embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, I get that it's like supposed to be that in subject, kind of, not really, but like, people are just so quick to ascribe the blank version of blank to anything that sometimes it's given to very undeserving things. Oh in, yeah, just in terms of premise. Oh yeah, and then it makes these types of remakes not desirable to anyone else like oh well female remakes suck it's like because you don't put the same work into them like just because you slap a woman into a role yeah and honestly i think it's because of a larger conspiracy to like maybe like snip these in the butt oh i agree i agree like oh like the female ghostbusters sucks it's like well yeah it's a remake like it didn't suck because it was women it just sucks because it's a shitty remake what about you make a different movie yeah exactly ghost hunters that are women that would have been fucking great exactly but you needed to make it like you needed to make another remakes. you needed no they yeah you're, no i agree stop making remakes for nostalgia is fucking for losers and stop setting up women to fail the only th- time i ever am pro remake was when idris elba was going to be james bond because they've been making james bond movies for so long that they will be making they're them not forever. even remakes anymore they're just like a continuation exactly. of a series it's like john wick exactly so it's different and you have a different actor every time mm-hmm. how great would it be to then like add something new mm-hmm. what if james bond was black like just like it's fun like i, I really just, i i'm pro that more than I am what if James Bond was a woman. So true. Because so much of the story has to change if it's a woman. Exactly. But if he's black, it can just be the same thing. Yeah. 
there's just like another there's an, yeah. like an added layer to it yeah. but he's still like james bond like james bond isn't also james isn't a woman's name so like you can't just like jamie bond janice bond <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. stupid i it's gonna be really hard to pick up that book again <laughs> you know what would be what would be good if it was like flipped in reverse like the male version of mean girls dude fuck yeah like just like frat bros like fucking oh my god a frat oh my god a horror story about like frat guys hazing and it goes wrong and one of them dies and then they have to like cover up his murder but it's like a weekend at bernie situation that would be so ryan murphy call me okay (laughs) i think about ryan murphy while i do love his frat bro characters he writes them so fucking gay I just started, I didn't start rewatching. I was just, I started in like the middle, but I fucking love Chad Radwell's character. I think he wrote Dude, him he perfectly. Dude, he wrote him so well. He wrote, like, the, When Ryan has too many things on his plate, his work starts to suffer, which is, did you watch the fucking finale of- No, Cape? I'm like halfway through. It's Dog a, shit. Really? Dog well, shit. that's how it is because it, it starts to become shitty halfway through and you're like, Ryan. But the story every ended time. there. Well, yeah, because it's a double feature. Yeah. Wait, so is there like no closure? I guess not. I really don't understand this premise. Like, it's really stupid. The next half is a prequel. Oh, to uh, Asylum, right? No, to this. Oh. I think it's going to tie into Asylum. It'll probably be at the same time as Asylum. So it will help explain whatever happens in the first half better. Yeah, but I mean, the closure is just so shit. Like, it should have, like, ended so much better. Because we're not going to get any more information as to what happens after. That's true, because it's a prequel. I really don't get the premise of this. It's really dumb. Like, they yeah. had me in the first half, like, the first episode. I was, like, cool. And then I was, there like... There was, like, even, like, multiple iconic lines. Like, like you can't even play fucking, fucking Paganini. Paganini. <laughs> That's gonna live in Don't the- be jealous, because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm inspired, and you can't play yeah. fucking Paganini. <laughs> True. But, like, how, how some people were, like, Lyme disease is gonna play into it. Like, what an excellent theory. No, I think it... Is it something to do with Lyme disease? I thought it was just her being, like, neurotic. I thought Lyme disease would tie in, tie into it. Like maybe she would eat that rabbit and get Lyme disease, and it would like oh she eats a rabbit. It would, it would that happened in the last one. Oh. Um, like maybe it would cure the gray people disease, or like getting Lyme disease would somehow tie into it because she was so afraid of it. Yeah, I thought it just like well, yeah. that makes sense. Sometimes I I like I'm like I'm a genius and this should happen, and sometimes I'm like things just happen just because the door like maybe the door was just yellow just because like the author likes yellow <laughs> i'm like that too sometimes where like whenever people can't suspend their disbelief for movies it drives me fucking crazy yeah no yeah i i, I need to finish it and then i'm sure I'm, i'll be on the same level as you yeah because i feel like there's so much in every season where you're like ryan why didn't you do that like it's so yeah. it's like glaring us in the face like hello but sometimes you wait a few years and you go back and rewatch a season you're like this is the best season i've ever seen apocalypse apocalypse did not get the attention yeah. it deserved apocalypse was i stopped good. watching it halfway through and then i went back and rewatched it. i was like this is great same with 1984 1984 was good yeah 1984 was good but i i haven't finished it actually i think i'm you like know what? the last two episodes i need to watch i feel like ryan murphy shows are made for binging they're not made to watch every week if you watch them every week they're like and it shit. sucks because it's like released during winter or like sorry fall so like they have to take a break for holidays so and it's like mm-hmm. it's been two weeks since you've seen an episode and yeah. you're like i don't fucking know what just happened yeah i'm not gonna sit and watch another episode with commercials to exactly. remember what happened exactly um shows that are filmed like movies should be aired like movies that's so true i you know you know what had the opposite effect on me hmm. hotel so true when you're when you're watching you're like this is the greatest when i watched hotel on tv i was like mind fucking like the first episode blew my fucking mind when they were playing hotel california in the end i was Uh like 
of course they're gonna play hotel cop this is fucking amazing yeah and then i rewatch. no that scene is still great but then we get to the fucking hotline bling it, it's too oh it's too of God. its time it's too of its time because no, it's like 2016 and you're like okay this is like funny and then they like bust in and start shooting everyone yeah, to with, hotline bling yeah and it's literally just like what fucking old man wrote no this literally like it was kind of camp when it came out because it was like 2016 hotline yeah. bling was big you're like mm, this is weird but like funny yeah. now you're like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> like it's cringe it's cringe Definitely. but it sucks because it's like also it, it has good like, episodes it was also like the movie seven it was just the movie Seven. You know, I've never seen the movie Seven. It's Hotel. Really? Yeah, it's the same movie. Oh. It's the same thing, but it's Brad Pitt and Brad Gwyneth Pitt Paltrow. is like a serial killer and he doesn't know it. No, he's um. No, it's the one, one with of the uh, cops. He's one of the yeah. I, I know how it ends. It's the what's in the box. Yeah, but there's like murders for all the seven sins. Right. Got it. So it's the same fucking. It's movie. the same premise. Yeah. Well, what? Some, no one can ever be a seven deadly That's sin murderer. That's true. That's true. I think the murders were fun. I really liked the lust one where they were super glued inside oh, of each yeah, other and the guy true. was still alive. That's true. Plus, okay, Ryan Murphy does do a good job at like taking things from movies, but I feel like that was just like a little bit too. It was too on the nose. Yeah. I like the actor, the actor who played the cop. The guy that was in American Beauty? No, in, in Hotel. The one who was the cur- the murderer in the hotel. That's the guy from American Beauty. He's not in American Beauty. Oh! Yeah, he is. He's her boyfriend. The one whose dad kills Kevin Spacey. That's why he was so fucking familiar. <laughs> I was like, Kevin Spacey's in Seven, Sarah, I know. Oh, I've done... Yeah, that, I yeah no, that he's Kevin right. Spacey he's the one who with the, with the weird... Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. Um, I like him. I think he's a good actor. And yeah. I really liked him in that season. The only thing I didn't like was his ending i thought that was dumb wait like, it I was like a p i can't remember his ending though it was um he died in the hotel and like gets to stay with all his serial killer friends and then his daughter like visits him later in life like as an adult and was like i forgive you for being like a weird murderer yeah i do not remember yeah that. it's dumb it's dumb Roanoke I, is still pretty garbage when you rewatch it. I loved Roanoke. Really? Really? What did you not like about it? Because I liked it when it was on TV and rewatching it. I, it's fine when you watch it. While it was happening, I was not upset. The characters aren't very memorable. The storyline was okay but i feel like it had a lot of plot holes that i can't think of off the top of my head but while i was watching i was like "Mm." um and it isn't easily referenced in the other ones like it yeah it's not as camp it's like it's not as it's more of like a horror movie vibe that's true and it's by itself it doesn't tie in with the universe very well yeah no that that like lady gaga's character shouldn't have existed i thought it was stupid um but i love the ending and I love the actress, me? and I love that she was like this was like her season. Was it Sarah Paulson? No, Sarah. Pa- it's always Sarah Paulson's season. Who? Which actress? Oh, um, what's her name? The black lady who plays yeah. the cop. She, I don't then, know if she's the real cop. No, she's the real cop because Angela Bassett plays yeah. the the TV version of her. Love her. She's Colt in, too. Yeah, she was in this last season too. She's in Cape Fear. She dies pretty early. Oh yeah, she's the cop. She's a cop yeah. in this most recent season yeah i feel like she hasn't really and then she was the voodoo queen the other voodoo queen in apocalypse oh i feel like she's been having some pretty minor roles since roanoke but she fucking killed it in roanoke she did she is like a she's pretty minor in the in the um she's been pretty minor yeah and um i think she was in 84 but i don't remember as who 
she played a nurse or something oh okay yeah yeah Yeah, she's so much like she's good at playing a callous bitch yeah exactly no literally literally like i think she had a decently like sized role in cult Mm -hmm. but they still killed her off i don't remember her in oh wait no yeah she was a news reporter oh yeah yeah yeah. okay i remember that now um and then cult was you know what cult referenced fight club cult was just fight club really yeah, but with like I haven't Trump. Seen Club. Oh, okay. Well, oh wait, whole- cult. I'm getting cult and apocalypse mixed up. Oh, I didn't know that. But you Dude, haven't seen Fight Chaz Club. Bono. No, I haven't. Chaz oh. Bono in cult as a MAGA guy <laughs> was the best. Iconic. So many people Iconic. didn't know who he was. I wait, literally really? the second he was on stage. I was oh, like, I screamed. I was like, like no. Sure and especially when he like grabbed her pussy, I was like. Ah! <laughs> and they got his hand cut off Ugh, iconic so cult funny. is a fucking good scene and it's it's also very much of its time did cult come out in 2016 it or did, did it came out the year okay after so the wait I'm, I'm 2017 it came out the year after the oh election. okay right 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 oh because i was like did i get my math wrong because yeah okay um yeah cult was good i love him for taking that role too me too that's so a lot of people were like oh my god how does Cher feel about him did you not understand the satire of the role no fucking idiot. literally literally and also ryan murphy's uh reputation for hiring like uh nepotism babies no literally, <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even connect because it's usually women yeah exactly oh my god exactly um i think it all started with billy lord and scream queens it did and then he just kept oh Scream Queens also came out in... And Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts is a nepotism baby, too. She's Julia oh, Roberts' niece. Oh, that's true. But Emma and Roberts Vera also, Farmiga, to her... She is, yeah. She has, like... She's, like, done... She's but been in movies and shit. this was Vera... Tysa Farmiga's um Okay, so never mind role. that it was Tysa Farmiga. She was the one. Yes. She was the one who started it all. Yes. <sighs> Queen. I miss her. Why isn't she in, like, more But seasons? she's not an icon kid. She's just... Her sister just happens... No, yeah, it's just her sister. But yeah. her sister is a Scream Queen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I th- yeah, then I, I think technically, Billy I think Lord uh, Bell, based on like technicality, her, but like, like what we're talking about, like just the kid of a famous person who just yeah. happened to start acting, Billy Lord. Yeah. Because Billy Lord was also in Star Wars. For like oh, seconds. yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I think that was the same year. Everything happened in like 2015, 2016. The, she was in Star Wars, I think, the year after her mom died. They were in it together because I remember seeing set pictures of her and her mom. Oh. And her mom was just like Leia. Oh. I thought she was only in after her mom died. You know what? No, you're probably right. No, because I haven't seen them. So I'm only, I'm basing this off of her Instagram. Oh, okay. I've so no maybe she then. filmed it and then it didn't come out until the next Star Wars. Oh, I think that is what happened. Yeah. I just thought they CGI'd Leia in. <laughs> I literally thought for the last three movies, or at least. They probably the did. I don't know. I, I think they don't. used like shit they filmed with her before she died. Yeah. Or they CGI'd her. But also Disney CGI is not that great. Yeah, exactly. I thought they CGI'd her for the last two, but maybe they filmed them in advance. Who can never be sure? Exactly. I'm not a Star Wars buff, so yeah. I haven't even seen them. I've literally seen Return of the Phantom Menace and that's it. I only watched them like a few years ago and I was pleasantly surprised by not hating the first three, but I still, compared to the other ones, I don't like them very much. Um, I'm a prequel gal. I think the bad acting is so good. It's camp. It's so camp. It's so camp. It's like beyond camp. It's it like, is. This is like two hours of gold. It is. He's like, I killed them all. The women... The children and the Natalie Portman's like, Annie, don't feel bad. It's fine. <laughs> I just like, 
I can't imagine being around when they were coming out of theaters and being like, oh, this is Anakin. Like, did they know Anakin was going to be Darth Vader? Or that was like the big reveal at the end of the last one? No, I think they knew. Because it's like the whole Phantom Menace, he's like a kid. Like, he's like an actual little kid. Like, it's so far removed from Christian, whatever his name is, the actor. Maybe they didn't know by the first one. I bet people put it together because you know that Obi-Wan was friends with whoever Darth Vader used to be. But um, the Phantom Menace isn't really Obi-Wan. It's uh, uh, the other guy. Gwycon or something. And then he dies at the end. But at the end, Anakin is given to Obi-Wan to be his... So it's at the end of Phantom Menace where everyone's kind of like, oh. Oh, Yeah, probably. I don't know. Because I don't know, like, obviously it's like Anakin. I know this is Anakin, but it's like so weird because it's like... Yeah. Also, Jar Jar Binks is fucking hilarious. Jar Jar Binks is fucking hilarious. Jar Jar Binks is so funny. I remember watching that for the first time with Brian and like laughing my ass off every time we'd say something. And he was literally just like, of course you would like Jar Jar Binks. Of course you would. Well, who's mad at that? He's so funny. He's fucking hilarious. Why would you be mad at liking him? I don't get like... Star Wars fans, they take shit so seriously. No, the alien show seriously. Literally, li- they're fucking nerds. Like, <laughs> wouldn't you be so like? I would get. I get if like you're really like you're a huge fan of this franchise. Maybe this one thing that came out isn't as like, like as good as your hopes were. But like, it's been years. Exactly, it's been years since they've been building. Like the Star Wars of you of of uh before mm-hmm. is no longer. Mm-hmm. You gotta get with the times, yeah. baby. You gotta open up your brain. Did you know the guy that played Jar Jar Banks almost killed himself because of the hate he got? No way! Yeah. That's so fucked up. I know. Oh my god, that's so he's sad. Oh, yeah. he is a hero. I love Jar Jar Banks. I know. I love all like everything that happened in the prequels is fucking hilarious. And yeah. I know, like, once I finally because I've seen like most of the original movies. Uh-huh. I know once I like sit down and watch it, I'm like. Mm. Yeah, yeah, this is, like, good, but who takes it that seriously? Because, like, for its time, like, of course, it's, like, a, it's a feat. It's an accomplishment. Uh-huh. But it's also, like, self-insert fan fiction. It's also the same movie nine times. Exactly. It's underdog hero. Yeah, it's a trap. It's a trap. Oh, Every single time, it's, like, they're doing something and they're, like, it was a trap. And it's literally just, like. You've done this nine times now. <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> um, I'm I'm impressed of the fans who have managed to, like, work for Disney and Lucasfilms, like the Mandalorian. Like, that's yep. that's like to be like Star Wars is great, but can we like take the camera off the Skywalkers and like yeah. do something else? Like the fact that so the fact true. that the Mandalorian doesn't even know what a Jedi is. He's like, is that like a Jedi thing? Like, what's yeah. that? I love that. Yeah, King. Like when when Luke takes off his his well, thing and Lauren, the Mandal and then that's Hedro Pes- because <laughs> <laughs> that's because at the end of the third prequel. They kill all the Jedi and Jedi culture dies and yeah, you but forget about the Jedi. They're, they're like nobody knows what Jedi are by the first Star Wars movie. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to like computer simulating, mind control activating. I'm trying to remember the timeline of the Mandalorian because it's at the end of the first real movie. Yeah, Luke is in it. So it's So they're, they're like I know Jedi is like one dead, Jedi now. But there's no Ahsoka. 
There's like three Jedi's <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But it's, it's like, also it's like, like, okay, 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 okay. But listen, my whole point was like, Luke basically saved everyone from the Empire, right? Uh-huh. So he's like a fucking hero to everyone in the universe. But when he takes off his shawl, Pedro Pascal's kind of like looking at him like, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> the universe is really big, Lauren. <laughs> no, I know, but that's what I loved about it. Do they it. have newspapers and stuff? I'm sure they were like, they holy fucking shit, this kid just saved our asses. Yeah, I'm true. Sh- Girl, it's I feel like space. being a Jedi, I feel like being a Je- but it is a long time ago, so their concept of technology is different from ours. But no, because they have, they have planets that are more developed. Movies? They have planets that are more developed than like... Do they have the news? If you're a Mandalorian and your job is to know everything about everything, like That's to be able true. to find people, That's you gotta true. know shit. But Pedro Pascal's think- sexy ass is dumb. <laughs> he can't even help it. He can't help it. Oh my god. But I think like the like Jedi like culture and everything is supposed to be like one of those like weird niches, like like Freemasons. Like some people know everything there is to know about them, but some people are like, what That's the fuck true. is that temple? And I'm not knocking him, the character for, like, no, I mean, no, that was my whole thing. It was like, I'm obsessed with the fact that he doesn't know it, but yeah. I guess it's, like, more normal. They should explain it more in the next season. No, I, no, that, I guess that was my whole point, was the whole, like, you're right. We spent six movies hyper-focused on Jedi culture. Mm-hmm. For three of them, it was dead. Like, no one yeah. had thought about it for years, and now they revived it. But then now we're like in a different part of the galaxy and Jedi culture is once again like dead. Like this is the point of view from someone who True. has. True. Like, like how like long we, does it take for news to travel? Yeah. So like we spent six years talking about this one topic. The universe is huge. So now we get to talk about something else. Wait, but the, the Empire being defeated is a pretty big part of the show. So the you're right. You, yeah. So he should defeated, know about yeah. Luke. That, that's just my personal thing. Maybe that I think he it's knows funny. who he is, but he doesn't know who he looks like. Yeah, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Um, it's it was refreshing. Well, what my I guess my whole point was like I like that they didn't talk about Jedi, which mm-hmm. obviously makes sense. But I like that they're like Star Wars people making content that isn't about Jedi. Yeah, because it's not like you the get man- to expand the universe exactly. And I don't even like I know two things about it. I know Pedro yeah. Pascal and I know the Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh, I like um uh, Mandalorian way better than anything else that they've made with Star Wars. It's so fucking. Like good. I refuse to watch the Clone Wars. Like what am I? Even when it came out when I was a kid, I was like, this is for babies. No, and again, Jedi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, I get that why you, you would want to expand on Anakin's backstory because you really don't see that much of it. Mm-hmm. Like, for half three full He's going to be in the new movie. I mean, the new show. They're making a show about the time in between, like, the I prequels. thought that was Clone Wars, though. That is Clone Wars. But it's going to be, it's going to center around um, Ewan McGregor. Oh, right. They're making an Obi-Wan show. So it's going to be the time between The Phantom Menace and the second prequel. No. It's going to be the time between the last prequel and the first movie. So after the, after Clone Wars. Yeah. So by now, I think Obi-Wan is supposed to look like the dusty old man. He was in the first one, but Ewan McGregor is too sexy. Yeah, so, so he's not going to be in it. No, he is going to be. They're going to just age him? I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're just going to be like, forget what he looked like. <laughs> like, remember the original movies? Yeah. So... Uh, Hayden Christensen is gonna be in it, but he's not gonna. He's gonna look like Darth Vader. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's gonna be. Which Darth is good because Hay- Hayden Christensen. He so he still well. looks. Yeah, it's weird. He still looks like Anakin, but he looks like Anakin with like an age filter on him. It's kind of hot. Ugh, he, no, like, I know he doesn't look that good. I've seen he looks him. like a boyish old man. Yeah, that's why it's not hot. Because yeah. it's like it'd be hot if you were like if you like leaned into being yeah. an old man but the fact that boyish he's still men boyish. don't age well if you look at hot old men they didn't look very hot when they were younger 
a lot of the time. Yeah, Hayden Christian, you're so right. Like I, I don't know what he could. I don't think he can help. He can help it. Bo Burnham isn't aging well because he was a hot boyish boy. <gasps> you're so right. And now he's but he's thirty. No, okay. Here's the thing. I feel like he purposely made himself age longer during the pandemic to rid himself of that boyish look. But he That's just true. looks like shit. Like he, he really just looks, looks like, like shit. No, he looks like an eighteen year old incel like basement dweller. Yeah, he looks like he's covered in his own cum. Yeah, exactly. And people are like, oh my god, him zooming at the Emmys, like he doesn't even want to be there. He he he. I'm like, yeah. I bet he would rather be in his basement. Yeah. And like, or he just really wants to be like, oh, I don't even care. Yeah, and it's like, why are you rewarding him for like being antisocial? He's literally like, at a social event. Like that's so, so weird. He's so like society. No, literally, he's in his Joker arc right yeah. now. Yeah. Ugh. I liked him better when he was like a pretentious like boy. He's too meta. He's too. He's too meta. He's too. And you much know what? Like, he's been given enough screen time, so I'm cutting us off. Yeah, exactly. John Mulaney also will not. He still looks Ooh, like John a little Mulaney, boy. John Mulaney in ten years, especially. I'm excited. Like he's gonna look like shit. And Anna Marie Tendler, that type of like skinny woman that just like, oh, she's looks, gonna look like that forever. She's gonna be. She's beautiful. never gonna look different. She's yeah. gonna look the same. And she, oh my god, when she has gray hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm not like wishing age upon this woman. I just know she's gonna do. She's it gonna well. be like a sexy hot woman. She mm-hmm. was like destined to be a lesbian. I don't think she's a lesbian. I know, but she really looks like one. <laughs> it's the long hair. It's the long. It's the fact that she has long hair and she's a ginger. Mm-hmm. But I'm so excited she's to see ginger? her tomorrow. I thought she had brown hair. Her hair's like gingerish. Hold I on. Can't. How have you been a fan of her for as long as you have, and you don't know that she's ginger? A lot of the time, I think people have brown hair, and then it turns out they're ginger. I think I just like can't perceive ginger hair. Yeah, I think that is, sounds. That's my privilege. That sounds about right. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. I like how we're, we bought like fair tickets just to see one person. I'm sure the rest of it will be fun. That's true. And they're going to have an open bar. Yeah. By the way, I'm off at 630 and I'm going to come straight to your place. Yeah. After. I was going to say you should come straight over. Yeah. yeah. Come straight over to mine's. Um, and then we'll go. Yay. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I hope. I really hope she's there. I think she will be because she set up her own booth. I know. But like, what if she's only there for the first day? But then who's going to be manning the booth? That's true. Anna Marie Tendler, I'll be your assistant. I will literally lick the sweat off your feet, Anna Marie Tendler. <laughs> I don't think she'll hire you. <laughs> <laughs> Anna Marie, I'm normal. <laughs> I'll do very reasonable things for you. Like, go get you coffee or something. <laughs> Dude, I'm starved. How long has it been? Oh, it's been uh, 40 minutes. We can oh, end it here. Shit. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Yay. Okay, that was one shock. That was one shock. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>